1: Of tour dates very quickly. Uh, this Thursday, March 30th, I'm recording my very first comedy special, two shows 7 30 and 9 45. Producer Mark is becoming director Mark, Mary Jane is going to be there. Um, the 31st at Bar Lubich doing jetpack comedy. Um, March, no, uh, April 19th at the comedy store Glazers After Party, and then on 4 20, the highest of holidays, we are doing a Weed and Grub Live giveaways, stand up, prizes all at the ice house in Pasadena. Uh I think the link for that'll probably go up at the beginning of April. So 420 come through and do a weed and grub hang. Wild and Wooly. Wild and Wooly. Also, um Mary Jane. Yes. Archie's not here.
0: No, Archie is not here. I'm leaving that guy at home. He's just nervous right now. He's he's just been having a hard time with all the rains and stuff. And um yeah, we we were, we had a couple of adventures outside this weekend finally when the sun came out. Um But I was just telling you before we got on the podcast, I looked, so I wanted to like do some spring cleaning. The sun is out, like demud my house because of all the rain that I've been tracking with my boots and stuff. And Archie's dog bed was part of that spring cleaning. Here he is on his lovely extravagant gift I gave him for Christmas. This dog bed cost more than $100. It did? It did. It's so much money, but I just loved the way it looked. And I was like, I'm going to get him a beautiful dog bed. And so I I went to wash it uh, this weekend. And that thing is dry clean only.
1: That's Who bullshit. The
0: fuck makes dry clean only dog beds?
1: They roll in deer scat.
0: That is the most West Hollywood fucking like Richie Rich shit I've ever heard. Tail waggers, what are you doing? Who I I I put it in my Instagram story, and someone else wrote in. They're like, yeah, I bought a hand wash only harness. Fuck my life.
1: That's insane. <laughs> Have you ever seen the um, Simpsons where Homer shaves? Completely freshly shaved, uh-huh. and then he waits five seconds, and then his beard just pops up again. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's how I feel. It would be if you cleaned that dog bed, and then Archie just got back on it. It would be filthy yeah. right away. He's
0: the pig pen of terriers. He's <laughs> he's like a, a gross little smelly mess. I love him so much, but he does smell like dead fish and Fritos. Mm-hmm. And um, so and I he guess- loves
1: that. He hates water. He hates baths. He loves his hates scent. Baths.
0: Yeah, bathing that dog, he cries like a baby, baby, baby. Like he sounds like a like a tormented infant when I try and get him wet. So So, yeah, he's just going to keep on keeping on on his stinky old dog bed. And then Bobo the cat has his own, like, weird bed right now and he's like incontinent because he's 1000 years old and so between the two of them my animal beds are like two little festering pits of grossness <laughs> it's real nice when you come over
1: yeah well wait i i don't even know what dry clean is i know it's like i'm sure there's been a million stand-up bits about it but i truly have no idea what it is and i will not buy anything that is dry clean only because i don't need to give myself errands to run
0: right like and also you who has dry cleaning money In this day and age. I don't
1: know. How much does it cost? A thousand dollars? I
0: don't have $7.99 for every time I wear that shirt. Like, Like, are you kidding?
1: I'm going to get a double Tito's on the rocks before I go dry (laughs) clean a... Dog bed. I
0: definitely don't have dry clean my dog bed money. That's crazy. Like, if you have staff, if you have a dry clean only dog bed and you can like pay to have that done, you've got like an entire like fucking staff on hand to like just run your life for you. That's a Gwyneth Paltrow level. By the way, have you been watching any of her insane trial in Utah? It's so I know this is the second time we've spoken about Gwyneth Paltrow on this podcast in the past two weeks, but she's on trial right now because she slammed into some guy on a ski slope and he's suing her for like, you know, lost fucking lifestyle or whatever. And it's the the trial is so funny. It's basically just a lawyer complimenting her hair.
1: I've seen those clips (laughs) where she's like, oh, those heels. Where are those heels from?
0: Oh, how tall are you? 5'11". Oh, wow. You're so tall and beautiful. It's fantastic. (laughs) Anyway, uh, no, I don't have that kind of money. And no, I can't dry clean Archie's dog bed.
1: Yeah. Uh, What does it say? How? did this
0: inconvenience you oh well we lost half a day of skiing that's what Gwyneth said happened to her
1: she lost half a day
0: she lost half a day of skiing what yeah it was a real travesty
1: the The first half or the second half?
0: I imagine the second half. Oh,
1: gosh. That's the time you want to be skiing, too. Terrible. During the afternoon before yeah. dinner where I you know. have more wine. Oh, poor thing. Oh, my God. But anyway, she was okay. The guy who's suing
0: her is... Well, I, she's fine. It's the guy who's suing her who's obviously, like, having a moment. Speaking of guys having moments, I want to get to some of the comments on my latest sandwich video, but first...
1: What up, Mary Jane? How's
0: it going, Mike?
1: Awesome. Welcome to Weed and Grub, everyone. This is a podcast about comedy. Cannabis. Cooking. Culture. Calling shit out.
0: And crazy comments.
1: Crazy comments.
0: And much more, too, because this is like a birthday pod. This is a... We got a bunch of stuff There's to talk about.
1: There's a pretty intense cream corner coming up yeah, at the end of this one. That's
0: right. So, Very yeah. Very special buds of the week.
1: Very special buds. But
0: real quick, I just wanted to say... So, I'm posting these sandwich videos where I'm making sandwiches and talking about sexism on Instagram at It's the Mayo for Me on um, Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. And I'm trying to just put them everywhere. I put them on Facebook for some people who I guess are just old. And uh, the YouTube comments on my latest one. So I posted one today. I thought it was totally innocuous. It was like a please don't walk behind women at night sandwich. That was it. It was like You know, last night I was walking Archie. I had a guy come up behind me. It kind of freaked me out. I had to like pull over and let him pass. And I was like, you know, guys, if you're walking behind a woman at night, just know that she's going to feel anxious and maybe don't do that if you can possibly help it. Like maybe cross the street. Uh, You know, that would just be nice. The bros are going crazy in the YouTube comments. Uh, This one, I'm just going to read a couple. Uh, Evan Cross 4296 says, how you feel is your responsibility. I will walk where I damn well please. Um... E 74 says how about not adjusting anything due to the fact that I don't care how you feel. I need to get home, lady. Um another one, I'm not crossing anywhere if you feel that uncomfortable with another person walking behind you possibly going home. It's literally nothing to do with you except maybe you should cross the street or how about step to the side so you're behind them the fuck.
1: Which you said you did.
0: Which I said I did. The bros are stressed about these sandwich videos. What's and your comeback
1: on that shit? Because nothing. For,
0: I don't engage. Well shut up. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: yes, yes. Right. I know you're you're not gonna engage with them because then they are they're looking to debate with you at every time. But right. I but right here, right now, what is your thought on your feelings are not my responsibility? You cross the street, you do all those things when they say that kind of shit. Well,
0: the thing is I think a lot of dudes have no idea that women feel this anxiety when someone is behind them on the street. Like I remember the first time I spoke to you about it a long time ago now and you were like, oh, wow, I hadn't really thought about that, but that's interesting. Mm -hmm. And then I think you sort of maybe saw it differently and you saw it through my eyes where if I'm walking alone at night and there's a guy behind me, there's a, there's a, you know, a real fear that he could, you know, be someone who is not going to, you know, want to do good to me. Right. Um, Not to put too fine a point on it, but, you know, there's a lot of, like, assault statistics where, you know, women experience fucking harm at men's hands. And so I, um, you know, do feel that fear. I have been uh, attacked in in my life, just, like, out in the world. And um, so I just wanted to make a little PSA for guys to be like, hey, you know, just maybe think about it. And the fact that these guys are so pissed. That I would even like just try to let them know that maybe they should sort of like consider other people's experience in the world. It's just wild to me. Like we're just in this wild time where men are just so fucking upset about women trying to tell them anything. And I think it's it's just a symptom of this insane internet-y crazed time that we live in where they can leave all these comments and you know express themselves.
1: I have a theory about that internet-y kind of place that we're in. Mm-hmm. In the same way that if I were to write a joke on something like that you might not know it's a joke because you can't tell the context of it from reading it yeah it i don't know how i i think that the internet is erasing empathy yeah In in a very like tactile way because if you say because when everything can be attacked and picked apart and angled on for you to seem like a weak selfish um idiot like there's no room for nuance and empathy anymore. So you yeah. either have to go full bore at a 10 and call you a stupid cunt or you have to say wow, I never thought about that. Thanks. Right. And there's no in between.
0: Exactly. Right? You're so you're so right. There was one guy in the comments who was like, "Please stop calling us monsters." And I was like, "Bro, I I don't know how you extrapolated that from me saying you know please consider the fact that if you're walking behind a woman she might feel scared but like go off i guess but he was truly out of 10 immediately yeah. he was like feeling super fucking attacked by the fact that i had made this sandwich video so i don't know it's just interesting it's an ongoing thing and i'm 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 you know really interested in how the people who are showing up in the comments on these videos are sort of like br- bringing the feast to the table um you know because like half of the my videos at this point are just reactions to the people who are saying insane shit yeah
1: except that they get like 100,000 views sometimes
0: yeah it's been nice so it's
1: been pretty pretty wild to yeah. watch <laughs> i think the other part of it is like with this tiktok um hearing going on oh my goodness where i i cannot wait for tiktok to get banned it it has to get banned
0: i think you're super wrong it
1: it is shaping our culture into a bunch of like people who are um following dances getting stupider and clout chasing at extreme levels where there's no room for just like normal humanity you have to just do weird fucked up crazy shit or follow the leader in hopes of clout chasing all the time and there's just no fucking breath there's no room for anything else mm. and so when it comes to like comments like those all i can think is yeah the only way to cut through the chatter of all of these channels and all of these places is to either yell and scream or mukbang 16 subs while trying to play the tuba like you know there's nothing there's no in between for like real humanity
0: it's so funny because i wildly disagree with you and i feel like normally i would totally be on your side about that but there are a few things first off like the people who are going to benefit from tiktok being banned are not the people the american people the people who will be benefiting from it are big companies like uh meta Facebook and Instagram, obviously, and also it's attached to a bill that's called the restrict bill that would actually allow them to surveil the American government to surveil citizens rather than this, you know, uh, TikTok Chinese app. Why are they leaving that out?
1: How come they're not sharing that with me? I
0: know it's crazy, and I only know about this because someone just DM'd me uh, a TikTok about it where there was a girl who was like, "Listen, we need to be paying attention to what's really going on." I know very very little about it. I will put the TikTok in the link because she goes through the actual bill and she lists like here are the ways that they're going to be able able to keep tabs on our information, movements, medical history, devices, bank statements, all of this kind of stuff. And it's called restrict. Uh, and that is what is actually going through for TikTok to be banned. And also a ton of small business owners rely on TikTok in order to get their stuff out. That's like the most affordable way for them to build a quick following and then be able to sell their products to people as they're marketing it through TikTok. So like, I'm actually not in favor of it being banned. Of course, like shit needs to be adjusted. And I hate the fact that they can log every keystroke and, you know, keep tabs on us, but I don't think it should be banned. And yes, of course, it's a sickness that we're all like staring at these machines all the time but that's not app specific you know it's not
1: app specific yeah um i could go on a tangent about that about all the times we've almost been in accidents that weren't our fault and then as the accident was happening they're still looking at their phone yeah yeah okay so two of those come to mind and then i'll get back to tiktok the first one is when we were walking your dog archie Mm -hmm. um when he was not on his dog bed and um (laughs) and that woman had that massive pit bull on a thin leash it may as well have been a helium balloon string attached to a muscly pit bull and she's staring at her phone with her thin bird arms and the pit bull sees archie and charges at him drags her across the street and she couldn't stop the dog from dragging her but she's still looking at her phone and swiping videos as the dog is barking and chasing archie Mm -hmm. i was like look up from your phone and she didn't look up once the dog she just yanked the dog and then kept walking kept staring at her phone it was yeah. so weird it and, is
0: weird it's like a it's like a zombie move when yeah. they just can't pull their eyes away from the screen
1: and the second time we were walking archie maybe this is archie's fault maybe he's the <laughs> he's the one to blame um he's the
0: common denominator yeah it was
1: um and then there was a man walking his tiny um dog across the street and uh two men in a big suv rolled the stop sign making a u-turn the driver was looking down at his phone while rolling a stop sign and making a u-turn was inches from running over that man and his dog yeah and then yelled at the man and the dog in a panicked fashion like look out what are you doing and we were all like get off your phone and he still had his phone in his hand Mm -hmm. and it was still up in front of his eyes as he was yelling at the man he almost ran over yeah so Anyway, ban TikTok. I no. also, uh, but well, now you're making me think that we're going to be siloed off from the rest of the world, and we already are in so many ways. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, America so, like,
0: is definitely siloed off in in every way. I yeah, think if you leave this country and you look at it from the outside, you understand that we are. Yeah, it's really a crazy situation here.
1: But there's no jobs. You're the the best you can do to have a job anymore is to get famous. Or, I mean, or like eat sandwiches in your car. Like, you know that the, the economy is in a bad place when we are talking about we need more doors to escape guns and people are trying to get famous for eating sandwiches in their cars. Like it isn't we are not in a great place. That's
0: not economical. That's societal. OK, I you think you're like societal. conflating a bunch of stuff like the jobs market is actually doing better than it was in the like it's doing better currently than it was a couple of years ago. Obviously, COVID was a fucking disaster. People being on their phones is a problem. Uh, gun control is a problem. But the, like you're, you're throwing a bunch of shit into a big basket and saying it's all the same and it's all the economy. It's not.
1: Well, Mary Jane, that's why I'm running for politician. <laughs> I'm going to say a lot of things at once, confuse you and whichever ones you agree with, pick those ones out.
0: It's the word salad for me. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, man, I was in a relationship with someone a long time ago who was very successful at arguing arguing, because he would literally throw everything in the kitchen sink at me. And then I would try and cherry pick which ridiculous thing to respond to. And it would always be the wrong thing to be like, no, you fucking idiot. I was actually talking about this. And I was like, it was it was it was like fighting. A, a a monster made of fucking like jello. It was crazy. It was yeah. like you could never figure out where to and he was anyway, so like I have a very loose idea the th- for a one TV million show. things all at once is a very successful way of shutting people down. It's like overwhelm them with like in fact a lot of these YouTube bro comments are like just crazy screeds about like shut up you dumb cunt where are the statistics all of this in any way in my day and men and women should be drafted too and you know hashtag fucking trump derangement syndrome and it's just like yo mm-hmm. what okay i'm tired i, I gotta go lie down <laughs> and the and the
1: other ones i love is like i agree with this but what about mm-hmm. and then they try and move it into a topic that they want to talk about definitely and you're like what you should make your own sandwich about that
0: yeah what? yeah <laughs> i had uh one one guy say um i had posted i don't even remember what the sandwich video was and anyway there was like a co- debate raging in the comments and i commented and he goes oh welcome to the conversation little miss it's the mayo for me and i was like welcome to the conversation you're in the comments on my video. <laughs> what are you talking about? Welcome to the conversation. The, today I had a guy call me um, Little Miss Sandwich Moron. <laughs> and I was like, this is amazing. It's amazing. Anyway, that's a, that's a lot of rambling all is over your, the place is, about sandwich videos and social media, but it's, you know... You got a lot of
1: thirteen-year-olds going on sixty oh uh, in your comments. Yeah, some yeah, big mad bros. So I have a TV show idea, and then we can start finally talking about my birthday. Okay. Um, it's called Algo. Okay. And it's where you look at people's algorithms. Before going on dating profile dates Ooh. with them, because when you were just talking about your um your algorithm for YouTube and how it's all brown noise and narcissism therapy,
0: yeah, 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 it's recovering from narcissistic abuse and brown noise and for brown sleep. Noise. Yeah. All, yeah, it's so funny. And
1: mine is like how to make a French fry in sneakers, and so <laughs> it's just like. Yeah. Mark says this is a great idea. And so I think there'd be a great dating show Mm -hmm. where you just only see people's algorithms and explore pages and keyword searches. Oh, I
0: love that. And
1: then that's how you match up and you think you know who they are. And then you have a blind date.
0: That's a fantastic idea. Yeah. Let's pitch it. Boom. Okay, Write a one sheet. Get it over to fucking your management. What are you squinting at, um,
1: Mark? Please make the words bigger.
0: Mine is golden retrievers and stand up comedy. He says. Oh
1: my! So that's a good, that's a great algorithm. Stand up and golden retrievers. This guy's a catch. And I remember
0: uh, we talked to Gabrus about it one time, and he was saying that his was all like female bodybuilders and lifeguards. Yeah, so, yeah, it's fantastic. What a great idea. Thank Mine you. truly is, yeah. It's uh, brown noise, recovering from narcissistic abuse, and dog TV, <laughs> which I leave on for Archie and Bobo. Right um you know because i'm a sucker all right well algo
1: come into discovery plus 2024 you
0: heard it here first yeah all right Are we talking birthday stuff
1: let's get into it okay. please let's do it um oh no i'm i'm sorry first we do have to celebrate you
0: uh thank you because
1: i'm going to talk for a bit longer about my birthday because i i brought in some stories to tell about
0: oh good i can't wait
1: cops and things like that oh god cops but on birthdays 1st f- mm-hmm You started your fellowship today, Mary Jane. You are a college girl.
0: I am a college girl. Thank you very much. I started my cannabis media fellowship at um, the University of Vermont, and I'm delighted to be uh, taking part in the cohort for 2023. I... Yeah, just started today. I logged into my learning management system and watched a couple of uh, video tutorials. And then, you know, I'm getting going. And uh, I'm really excited. I legitimately looked at the syllabus and was like, wow, this is no joke. We have assignments. We have a big presentation at the end. So I'll be updating um, you. Uh, I don't know if people on the podcast are going to want to hear about it, but it's it's fun and cool. And I'm, I'm already learning stuff. Like just today, we started with the history of cannabis and it went back to like, you know, the fact that it's been cultivated by uh humans for ten to twelve thousand years. Oh wow. And it gave a timeline of all of the like when it was first d- discovered as a sacrament was about five thousand years ago in Romania. And you know, when it came to the Americas and just like really learning about the journey of the plant through human history, I've already learned a ton just today. So it's super interesting. So That's thanks. Very
1: cool. And I um to tie that into some other news that happened today. Uh, I will say it because I don't think you would say it about yourself, but because you write about very big topics for places like Rolling Stone and Vox, like when Biden was doing his cannabis legislation, like you wrote the explainer for Vox. When you do things for Rolling Stone, it is like a big story about Russian billionaires in cannabis. Um, These big things that I think a deep, deep knowledge in a media media fellowship like this will help. On the other side of it, though... Smaller places like Leafly are shutting down their journalism centers completely.
0: Oh, yeah, it's so crazy. That just came out in Weed Week News today that Leafly is shutting down its journalism arm, which is a real shame because I've written there for a while and I I really love David Downs and Bruce Barcott, who um, head up the Leafly editorial arm. And um, David Beanenstock, our friend Bean, writes for them as well. And they've got just like great writers on the beat covering important uh, subjects in cannabis. So it's disappointing to hear that Leafly has chosen to shut down the journalism arm at a time when we need more, not less journalism. And it's just yeah, it's a crazy time in media.
1: I think I would tie it back into TikTok and everything though that we're talking about now. Hmm. Because um as as much as I like to maybe read about like Terps or the cannabinoid system, it's those big splashy hooks. That are the only things that people are, seem to be interested in not anymore. True. You would disagree with that?
0: Absolutely disagree. Yeah, hundred percent. There's a there's a need now for more cannabis business coverage for people who are getting into the industry, not just for like you know clicky headlines about like you know traditional market businesses getting busted or whatever, but like truly like knowledge about the industry and about analytics from places like Headset, which is an amazing um, firm that does incredible data research into the cannabis industry and all that kind of stuff there's a huge need for business reporting. There's a huge need for reporting on states as they come online and state and federal cannabis policy like we need we need more of it and i don't think that um it's because you know people people don't want to read about it it's just i think leafly is a tech startup yeah fundamentally they're they're a cannabis company that's interested in like getting revenue through you know publishing their like strain descriptions and doing dispensary listings much like weed maps right like it's a platform for people to find cannabis products um first and foremost fundamentally that's why they were started but they've had this great you know news arm for a long time so i'm disappointed to hear that they're shutting it
1: down well it's great to hear that you are doing this and congratulations thank you um it's also great to hear because sometimes recently i've been getting very disheartened um feeling like people don't care about weed and the weed industry Mm. and it's on such a downturn with stocks and prices and businesses that everyone's like well that was a fun experiment who gives a shit anyway moving on and i feel like it there was so much wonderful momentum behind it and now it's like People like think it's corny or something. I'm not sure what the pulse is, but the pulse has changed recently for me. I think and it's a bummer.
0: It's because it's largely in crisis at the, like, the. F- Federal level because they haven't regulated it federally, and at the state level because state-run programs are tanking because of overtaxation and like terrible permitting, you know, just regulations in general, and everyone's exhausted. So you know, it's like you know, legal legal cannabis in this country has been a total mess, and um, yeah, I think I think people are just kind of feeling tired. So maybe that's what you're feeling is like I a little think bit so. of exhaustion. I think so. You know, yeah. And there's
1: also so much more. Uh, At least on my pages, there's a lot of a lot of different type of infighting than it used to be. It used to be a lot of infighting about um, how we should do this and how we should do it right Mm -hmm. and what we need to do. And this big business can't do this and people in jail have to do that. And it's gone from that kind of like we all want the same thing and we all want the best. So we're all just going to fight for what we think the best ideas are Right. to now. There's a lot of like, see, told you so. Look at how messed up everything is. And that's such a defeatist bullshit attitude and approach yeah. to take and it, and it it bums me out
0: yeah it is a bummer weed beef is a big bummer i think you know it was elise mcdonough i think who said it first she was the first one that i heard say it's when it transformed from a movement into an industry that we really lost our way yeah like it it was we were all working and pushing in one direction because we wanted to all be able to benefit from the plant as a medicine as a sacrament as a ritual as something that we all enjoy without going to jail and make money off it it was like pretty simple everyone was like pushing in one direction and then you know corporations moved in and government moved in and just they they're not doing a good
1: job. <laughs> well that's why we have to push legislation through at a higher level um with a lot of lobbyists and co-defendants all working together for the greater executive order.
0: Are you trying this is a word salad? Uh oh, no. Within the systematic oh, no. restraints of our current climate. Policy word salad <laughs> stuff. I don't I don't know how to fight it. <laughs> Uh yeah, <laughs> let's talk about your birthday. Amen. Yeah.
1: Okay, or whatever I'm supposed to say at the end of those. Yeah,
0: uh, I, a woman. Uh, <laughs> where's a my plant.
1: Where's my burner account to comment on that? Um, yeah, it's uh my birthday.
0: Oh yeah, we got some birthday pics coming. So okay, I, let's I wanted see. to throw
1: this picture of me on a horse up because yeah. For anybody
0: t- who's not watching our YouTube, you can actually check all of this out. We have video now at Petty Cash Studios. Thanks to producer Mark, and you can look at these beautiful photos.
1: I forgot the time that we were talking about it, but when I there was a petting zoo in my front yard and I was on a horse and mm-hmm. I said we would drop it in the uh Instagram and I forgot. So I just wanted to throw a little horse party pic.
0: You're very large I'm on that small.
1: Too big for that poor horse. I think it's a pony. <laughs> oh god, that's even worse.
0: I think that's a definition of a pony.
1: A small horse is a pony, right? I think so. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pony then because my feet are almost on the ground. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that poor yeah, thing. Your feet
0: are even with its, like, back forelegs. Mm-hmm. It's definitely... But you look happy. All right, hey,
1: moving on. I'm trying to run for office. <laughs> That's going to burn me.
0: Okay. There oh, what's is. this? Little I, Mike?
1: Yeah, my mom sent me some uh, kid pics, and some of these really made me laugh, and I thought they'd be fun topics because um, I love... My, what I wanted to be growing up more than anything was a movie special effects makeup artist. Awesome. Um, I wanted to learn how to shoot blood, you know, in um, that Kurt Russell movie, The Thing, when the head falls off and the little like thing climbs out. Oh, I wanted to do that for the rest of my life. And so I would always beg my mom on Halloween to do all of my makeup. And I was always the wolf man in Dracula. But I was curious for all of our listeners, and you included, how many parents when they would do Halloween makeup would leave a raccoon skin space around the eyes because they were so scared to get makeup
0: oh in the
1: eyes Mm -hmm. and i was like mom you gotta you gotta cover the whole thing i'm just gonna look like a man and she's like no i don't want to get the makeup near your eyes and so like i always had this huge Mm -hmm. gap there and i was curious if anyone else had that gap growing up
0: that's good momming just, I don't think so. Taking care of your peepers. I
1: don't think so. I
0: think that was good momming. No, I, uh, I would,
1: I would put it in the eye if it I basically made it look had cooler. it in my
0: eyes. So yeah, I was, yeah, I was like definitely like fake blood and makeup and glued into my eyes, like I had multiple eye infections. So. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. Thanks, Wendy.
0: Yeah. In that case, I stand corrected. The Wendy saved your eyes, and I had like yeah, really disgusting like pink pussy pink eyes. So. Ew. Not so great. What else you got?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else is in here. What's next? Oh, uh, just a hockey pick from high school. I I, I wanted to show uh, my uh, bleach blonde hair and my um rope necklace.
0: And you're like super jock face. Super jock face. Like, you are such a jock.
1: Oh, yeah. Very serious jock. Wow. Nervous jock.
0: A nervous jock.
1: Anxiety ridden, introverted jock.
0: How you and I, I don't think we would have liked each other. I would have hated you. You would have hated me. I would have hated you. Wow. Yep. You say that with such alacrity and confidence.
1: I would have hated you. I would have been intimidated by you. Okay. I would have been, I would have thought you were really funny, but I would have hated you.
0: Why would you have hated me? My goodness. Uh,
1: You're too book smart. (laughs) You would, you, you care about details Mm -hmm. and I care about being funny. And as a. But you just said I was funny. Right. That's the other problem. It's like, not only are you (laughs) correcting my comedy, but you're also funny. And so, and also, um, as the, as the hockey goalie and me just like wanting to make out with cheerleaders or anybody who might think that I'm cool for being a hockey goalie, Uh even though I'm like the roly poly kid on the team. And I don't think you would have liked my fake bravado and kind of trying to be an alpha, but so obviously overcompensating in so many ways i think wow. you would have seen through me in a way that would have made me hate you
0: wowzers cadowsers i can say that you look 100 like all of the guys who were on the water polo team when i played water polo that i like didn't like because they were fucking mean to me and they would like throw balls at my head when i walked um poolside mm-hmm. but also like loki they were all trying to hook up with me mm-hmm. and um like i thought they were hot like look at you you're hot in this picture thanks it's like a fucking great picture but also like yeah there's just that weird war of like you can't be nice to the people that you actually want to hook up with you just got to be like aggressive yes (laughs) in that high school way 100 percent yeah and this is also right
1: before i uh had a shavo from system of a down style goatee because like like puberty hit pretty late for me no and so while everyone else was like a man I, I I I got like a wispy mustache and all of a sudden a goatee came in and I was like boom I'm a goatee guy now and I just had like a Shavo fucking goat. There's
0: one person in the world who can rock that and it is Shavo. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> one person who rocks it so hard. Yeah. Uh, wow.
1: So yeah. Well, so you would have hated me too. Yeah.
0: I don't think I would have hated you. I think I would have felt about you. Like I felt about all those guys on the water polo team where I was like, if they would just give me a chance, we would all be friends. But like, I just had to defend myself against their aggression. So I honestly had a really bad habit of kicking guys in the balls. Yeah. I developed a- That
1: sucks for all of us. I wouldn't- Yeah.
0: It's like I, because- like, it was the thing that I knew how to do to assert myself as someone who was like, don't fuck with me. I will kick you right square in the nuts. Um, didn't make me look good. It made me look weird and aggressive when, in fact, I was responding to their aggression. Like, I remember. There was, <laughs> yeah, but that's such a bitch move. It's what? A bitch move to kick a guy in the balls? Absolutely. I'm not defending it.
1: OK. I'm I, not
0: saying that it was cool or that I thought it was fun. Like, I just that was how aggressive I felt like I needed to be to assert myself because I played on the men's team. Right. I played on the all girls team for a long time. And then that kind of disbanded when all the girls went off to college and I was the only one left and there was no team for me to play on. So I played with the dudes and they were like fucking brutal to me. like truly brutal underwater and poolside. Like they were just like physically it was it was tough for me to defend myself. So I would kick them in the nuts every chance I got.
1: That's so fucked up. I know damn
0: yeah i'm sorry to all of those guys
1: yeah especially were they in speedos at the time too so it's all like cupped in there in a perfect target
0: yeah oh
1: god <laughs> there's like no shiftability. no wow mary jane <laughs> brutal yeah. brutal i
0: made a name for myself uh what was it yeah, I don't know. I had a, I had a few. I don't remember what they used to call me. Probably something really bad that I never heard but, uh, We
1: don't need to start it up again. Yeah,
0: let's not. Um, oh, man. But that's that's how we would have gotten along at that age. It was like you would have said something mean to me and I would have kicked you in the balls.
1: Uh-huh. And because my voice hadn't cracked yet, you just can't even hear it. It's so high pitched. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what's next? I don't know. Oh, oh, just some wolves.
0: Little Mike Glazer was a cutie pie. I think
1: my grandma painted the Pluto behind me. I love too.
0: that Pluto is amazing. And whatever it is that you have as your wolfman fingers are so fucking cool.
1: Oh, those are... um. Did you have arcades growing up for tickets And like you could go to an arcade and win a bunch of tickets And get like a nerd's rope and stuff like that
0: No I had like a video games arcade that I went to But not the kind of arcade you're talking about
1: Yeah like a Dave and Buster's Mm -mm. Yeah there was one in St. Louis right by the Funny Bone Called Aladdin's Castle And um, all those fingers were from playing skee-ball And stuff like that And you would win them like one at a time Yeah one at (laughs) a time I would win a finger at a time
0: You're so cute (laughs) And I would hide
1: in my family's closet Because that werewolf glows in the dark And I I would hide for hours until someone finally opened the closet and then I would scare them. That's great. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Also, um, you know, hours. I'm talking hours.
0: Yeah, the long game, huh?
1: Yeah. And then until they awesome. wonder where he is. Yeah. And then a wolf jumps out. So scary. Kills you.
0: Yep. Yeah. Scary little guy.
1: Yeah. And then my mom would kick me in the ball. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so I had a story I wanted to tell and get your take on it. Okay. What's next, Mark? Oh, that's some good comedy.
0: Yeah, good socks, socks. Socks on the ears. Yeah, that's How great. funny is that? I it's bet fantastic.
1: You, I bet you if on my special I did that today, I think it would get an applause break.
0: Listen, there's nothing funnier than putting socks on your ears. Oh, my so dad good. used to put my mom's pantyhose on his head and chase me around the house pretending he was a giant squid. And it's like one of my favorite memories of childhood. That's
1: very funny. It was fantastic. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's good comedy.
1: Good fucking comedy. Mm-hmm, socks socks on, on the ears. ears. Mm-hmm. Boom. Okay.
0: Maybe that should be the title of your album socks on my ears
1: with that picture You'd
0: sell <laughs> <laughs> you know, revamp your special mic
1: oh man and then i close with that
0: yeah you just take off your socks put them on yours and say good night everyone or you t- you maybe you take your pants off and then you've also got a sock on my cock on your cock
1: and then maybe, maybe. we'll see yeah okay i it went from great to great <laughs> <laughs> okay so the story is next slide mark please thank you for this um, so my, th-
0: what are we looking at here? This We're is looking a, at someone a, fucking a,
1: a cop stripper fucking a gun.
0: Okay. What is show is this from?
1: I don't know. Okay. I, it was, um, you know, like this is my algorithm. Do you, you, just- you want to date me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just found a GIF of a, a stripper cop having sex with a gun. Yeah. Great. Okay.
1: Um, so basically Mark, we can go to the next one just so that it's not crazy. There we go. Is okay, that better okay. for you?
0: Yeah. That's hot. Hey, look at those. He's got those, um, washboard. What do you call them? cum gutters (laughs) great
1: yeah washboard ad with a cum gutter on the Mm -hmm. side yeah totally well actually i have a question about that before i get to my story does that mean he nuts on himself is he shooting his own loads on his own gutters i don't know how that works i mean if you're with another man of course that's where the gutter goes Mm -hmm. but women they're don't they come in inside (laughs)
0: Not going to explain how women come to you right now, but
1: Mark, will you Google the keywords "women inside"?
0: If you're squirting, then, uh, but that's not really thought of as come. I don't know. This is too gross for me.
1: It's too gross for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we okay. Well, he we Mark looked up the etymology really quick.
0: Come gutters by with by analogy w- with an actual gutter on an occasion when a person ejaculates on their sex partners or their own navel. And the semen flows along the pelvic lines. Got it. For anyone who wanted to know. Great. You came to weed and grub for it. You got it. <laughs> All right.
1: So we need to revamp our intro. <laughs> Comedy, cannabis, cooking, culture, calling shit out. End. And cum gutters. <laughs> Fantastic. So what happened? I can't remember if I was 13, 14, 15, or 16. Jesus,
0: that's such a widespread, dude. It
1: is. It is. But I'm going to land in the 14 age. Okay, you were 14. Because I was smoking weed. I started smoking at 13. I was smoking weed at 14, Um, and we had a restaurant called Krieger's in St. Louis, Missouri that had the best chicken tenders and seasoned fries I'd ever had in my life. I still think about those seasoned fries, and the honey mustard has a little bit of a spice to it. Ooh, it's so good, and so my parents were like, where do you want your birthday to be, and so I said Krieger's. And so I had like, say, six to eight of my friends. We were all upstairs at Krieger's Pub and Grill. Um, the season fries are coming out. We're just getting platters of chicken f- fingers and burgers and all this stuff. And I'm pretty high. My family is there. My friends are there. And a cop walks up the stairs up to our little event space at the top of the restaurant. And I freeze because he goes, uh, is Michael Glazer here? I said, what are you talking about? I'm like, put my head down. I'm pretty stoned. My girlfriend is there at the time. Oh, you um, had a girlfriend? Yeah, a little 14-year-old what girlfriend. Was her name was Renee.
0: Renee. Yeah. Aww.
1: Renee Crabtree. Really? Yeah, she was sweet. What a great name. My first girlfriend.
0: That's so sweet. My first
1: date with her was uh, getting caramel milkshakes at Dairy Queen.
0: Ooh, good my, first date. Yeah.
1: My parents sat across the thing because I can't drive. Right. Yeah. And so they got, like drove
0: you there mm-hmm. and you guys got shakes? Well, and Aww. we
1: got larges. Which was a real treat. What a flex. Yeah, right? Dude. Yeah.
0: You had some game. Okay, so you're holding Hunsworth for
1: Uh-huh. And so the cop goes, is Michael Glazer here? And I go, I don't say anything. And my parents go, yeah, what's going on? And they played this whole thing. And the cop comes up to me and goes, you're Michael Glazer? And I go, yeah. And he pulls out a handcuff. And he says, can I see your hand, please? And I hand him my hand, and he handcuffs me to the chair Mm -hmm. at Krieger's in front of everyone. And I go, uh, and he was like, you're in big trouble. And I go, what are you talking about? And then a big black man with a boombox comes upstairs, hits play on some dance music, and it's a stripper cop. And my parents start cracking up, and they're like, we got you, we got you. And this cop dances around the table of all of us and he doesn't really take off his shirt the same way you would like a real stripper Mm -hmm. but he like dances around and flexes his muscles and like dances in front of all of the adults and he like dances on me a little bit without touching me and my parents and all the parents are like laughing and laughing and laughing and i uh want to die i'm looking for ways to kill myself and i uh and the whole thing was a prank that they got on video of hiring a stripper cop to pretend I was getting arrested for weed to one, get me to quit smoking weed and scare me straight, and two, as a prank in front of, uh, as a birthday prank. And then uh, he unhandcuffed me, my parents paid him, and he left. And then they brought out the cake to sing happy birthday to me to make a wish.
0: I, it, it hurts my soul. How is your relationship with your parents immediately following that? Were you like not speaking to them? Nope. Yeah. Yep. I would have been so pissed. Um, how did your friends react? Did they think it was funny?
1: No, they didn't understand it and it, they thought it was just, it just really weird. Like
0: this went really wrong and also, kind of backfired,
1: right? I'm also gonna be very honest about a 14 year old dude growing up in St. Louis, um, who is struggling to figure out puberty and his sexual identity. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my God, like I, I love my friend, but does that mean I like love my friend? Oh, yeah. You know, like sure. it's weird to try and figure out am I gay, am I straight? And then to have a male stripper cop on my birthday come up there and now when you're I'm a like, teen. and I'm like, oh my God, all my friends are going to think I'm gay. And also, I'm having questions in my head about mm-hmm. like what I'm attracted to, the whole thing. And i'll stop there for a moment okay. but like that's the first thing about it was so was the fucking crazy
0: guy with the boombox dip is two people i'm there sorry was, i
1: thought this would be funnier and now it's like therapy I, we don't have to talk about this i apologize if it's too much
0: is the guy with the boombox a different guy from the cop yes there's two people yes this that was a two person this is a fucking team that showed up to fuck yeah. with you on your birthday yeah <laughs> Were they laughing? Yeah. Were they, they were having a good they time. They were having a
1: great time. The the adults were all having a wonderful time.
0: Okay. So it sounds like it wasn't that much of a backfire. It just like embarrassed the children, which is, you know, half of what fucking parents are doing to their teenagers, teenagers all the time anyway.
1: Like if that were to be on camera today and go on TikTok. Yeah. It would go viral. Yeah. It would have would 20 million views and they would be like, ah, ha, ha. And it would, and people would be like, I bet the, the <laughs> mom got it for her secretly. Exactly. And all that kind like of shit. people
0: love humiliating children. Yeah. It's yeah. terrible. Right. <laughs> But um, yeah, kudos to your parents for doing their job as parents of a teenage boy. I guess <laughs> it sounds like you know. So the, again,
1: good parenting. It was yeah, and the two things that happened after it that um do make me laugh in hindsight is my best friend at the time, one of my best friends, Brandon Dodds, uh-huh. is his name. Um, when we did gifts, he had. Gone and bought motion lotion, which is like a passion fruit flavored sex lube because okay. I had a girlfriend and he thought it would be real funny. Jesus. And then everybody was like, oh, is that for you and the cop? Ooh, is that for you and the cop?
0: And I'm just like,
1: <laughs> where's the weed? <laughs> Where is the weed?
0: Wowzers, cadawzers! This is like a very successful and sex crazed uh birthday celebration of your teenage self. It
1: was a horny time at Krieger's.
0: Wow. Well, secondly, okay.
1: I want I I'm trying to step through the process and maybe I'll have to ask my parents sometime but they looked up stripper cops Uh found one said hey would you like to do a birthday party Mm -hmm. and the cop was like absolutely great great okay he's 14 Mm -hmm. yeah okay
0: They, they didn't tell him. You don't think you told him? No, absolutely not. Okay. I'm like, sure they just said, like show a, up at Krieger's, we'll be upstairs, uh, ask for Mike Glazer. Okay. Because yeah. I
1: was like, "I was like, is it Was it more money? Was he like, yeah, I would do it for 200, no, but now no, let's make it five. They
0: definitely... You should just ask it. I want to know. Ask your parents if they, they gave him any information. Uh-huh. I'm sure they probably just said, show up at Krieger's, we'll be upstairs. Right. Look for Mike. Look for Mike. Yeah. Oh. And then I'm I'm sure that like, if I don't know, if I were a stripper hired to perform at a teenager's birthday... Like no wonder he didn't take off his shirt And he just kind of like danced around the table And I'm like you know I'm sure he probably came prepared to get down to his chonies And like clap his cheeks in your face And he was like oh a literal (laughs) child (laughs) Let me adjust my routine (laughs) (laughs) Oh you think he was going to do a lot more crowd work (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he was like, "Oh no, it's children. Let oh, me no. let me keep this PG."
1: Well, I'm already on a list. What? Uh, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> um, I would love to also track down that stripper cop today. Yes, however many years later, and be like, "What was that like for you?" Yeah, awkward as hell, I imagine.
1: Yeah, you yeah. Know? He got back in the car with his buddy and was like
0: holy shit
1: we're never speaking about this again right yeah
0: yeah sweating bullets <laughs> they're like we could be arrested for this this is crazy we got conned into performing for underage like i mean especially in today's fucking climate in 2023 the way that republicans are like always screaming about like fucking children being sex trafficked and stuff like that would go viral for all the wrong reasons and people might end up in jail
1: a hundred percent
0: yo yo wild
1: so uh one day it'll be a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we and are not And guess what there I got yet? you for your
0: birthday, Mike.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of cops, that brings us to our news.
0: Wait, real quick, uh yeah. about cops and birthdays. Uh remember when my mom called a cop on me for for my birthday?
1: I do. 2 years ago? I do.
0: Yeah, I didn't call my mom back in time on my birthday and she called the literal cops. Uh she is <laughs> so pretty your amazing at about
1: narcissism. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I will say one thing for my mother. She's incredibly successful at mobilizing law enforcement when she needs to. I don't know how they believe her that they actually need to get in touch with me, but I truly got a call from the police to say, call your mom. And I was like, that is amazing. Judy Gibson, she's fucking powerful. Unreal. Yeah.
1: Unreal. The cop is like, yes, I will. Yeah. Your mom is worried about you. Yeah.
0: Please call your mother. She is. Anyway. Uh, But yeah, so the Grubla Gazette is also about cops. Our story this week, we have a little video, is uh, that Afro man, the beloved artist, had his home raided by cops who were trying to bust him for for weed and drug paraphernalia, found nothing, fucking like destroyed a bunch of his stuff, took a bunch of his money, and then later when he actually got the money back after they were like, we're not going to file any charges because we didn't find anything, there was money missing. So then he used surveillance video from that raid to create a a whole new fucking body of work, and he's made, I think, two songs out of it now. And um, the cops, (laughs) who fucking raided his home and invaded his privacy, are suing Afro man for invasion of privacy. <laughs> mm, the hypocrisy, it's delicious, it's a feast. It's fucking crazy. That is so wild. Yeah, it's absolutely wild. It's, uh, he is like, of course, like making a meal out of it. It's so funny. He um has released Lemon Pound Cake, which is one song, and, um, yeah, I'm just looking at it here. He's The, the plaintiffs, evidently the cops, say that um, his music videos have caused them emotional distress, embarrassment, ridicule, loss of reputation, and humiliation. Oh, no. <laughs> They're claiming, oh, you invaded a place and yeah. didn't find anything? Oh, you in raided your, someone and in now your, you're oh, humiliated? No, you, it's, it's just... Incredible. So the lawsuit uh, names uh, him, Afroman, his recording firm, and a media distribution company as defendants. In an Instagram post, Afroman vowed to countersue for the undeniable damage this had on my client's family, career, and property. And we'll put the link to the the track in the show notes because it's just fucking worth checking out. And like, how how wonderful that he would like just use that video from them, you know, raiding his home in an illegal search, which turns nothing up. To turn it into art, yeah, it's fucking a.
1: That is the. I. I maybe it's stupid to say, but that is my favorite type of internet is weaponized against. Yeah. Big brother internet. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Like the way that Greta clapped back at Andrew Tate. Yeah. The way that Afro Man is like, yo, you came and I'm fucked gonna own up, you, and I'm gonna own I'm gonna you gonna for it. Own the you way guys. Killer Mike. Like gets on and just does a live stream about BLM and is like mic drop on it. Like, I love the weaponization of the internet against Big Brother. That is my favorite shit. So fuck yes, Afro Man. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Yeah. It was uh yep. A police raid on his Ohio home last year, used in his music videos, and uh now the cops are sad.
1: Also, I think isn't nest cameras and all of those things, if it's on your property, it's legally your um, like you're allowed to do it's with your that footage, footage he, right? it,
0: he owns this footage. They yeah. raided his house. He caught them on footage. They disconnected his video cameras, but he still has surveillance footage. And now they're claiming that he's invading their privacy. Ah, la 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 <laughs> What else do we have today? Uh,
1: we have two big things. Okay. One of them is something that I told you I would talk to you about here on the pod. Yeah. Um, because you were like, hey, uh, Joel Hadley mm-hmm. is back in town from, uh, his tours over In the East.
0: Yes, his travels all around.
1: uh, And you were like, let's all go get dinner and hear about his travels, celebrate your birthday. And you had made a reservation at Petite Trois, Mm -hmm. which is a uh, Michelin from Michelin-starred chef Ludo Lefebvre and uh, Sam Knuckles, friend of the show, friend in real life, and um, delicious, crazy French food. And I was like, no, I'm looking for a healthier option. You know, I'm recording in two days. Like, I don't want to just eat a bunch of butter, French, salt. Meat, cheese, And I was like, fair
0: enough, man. Let's go get some sushi or like we'll do some clean eating. That'll be great.
1: So I think I have a picture of their burger. It's $36. Oh, there's Leafly. We already talked about that. Sorry. So that's their $36 French burger. That's a Petit toit. A Petit Mm -hmm. Um, It's just like perfectly ground, gooey. Gorgeous. Like look at the sauce that runs through it onto the plate. I would
0: have loved to have that for your birthday. And you take a fry? No, I'm going to do healthy. I'm
1: doing healthy. Okay. And so today I reached out to other guest and friend on the show in front of real life greer glassman mm-hmm. who's the gm at she Spaka, nancy silverton's restaurant mm-hmm. and she got us a uh table for three at she Spaka, and she is setting aside a bone marrow pot pie for us
0: i mean listen with beef
1: cheeks and a bone bone stuck like in it the
0: cleanest of eating the lowest <laughs> of fats the healthiest of healthy i imagine it's high fiber
1: well it's high fiber here's the picture of the bone marrow pie
0: uh yeah. There it is. Okay. Oh, well, you I mean, know, it's good you, 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 you've, you've talked about this bone marrow. It's my favorite. Pie.
1: It's my top three dishes of all time.
0: I'm so excited, but please do not pretend that <laughs> this was the healthy alternative to eating a petit four. That is so infuriating. When you're like, mm, "Yeah, petit four sounds great," but like, "Oh, I'm recording my show and I just want to look good and feel good, so I was thinking of clean eating." You then suggested tatsu, which is not healthy. Ramen is ramen. Healthy. Ramen is not healthy. Ramen is healthy. ramen is a. Have you ever put ramen in the fridge and let it get cold it is a bowl of fat no
1: that's because the broth is thick
0: it's the it's it's literally a slice of pork belly with like salty ass noodles it is a fucking egg that shit is not healthy for you you cannot argue with me that ramen is, is healthy it is soup. delicious and it is good for your soul and sometimes it is the best comfort for you can have which is healthy because you're taking care of yourself but it is not healthy like clean eating like i want to feel good for my special and feel like thin and have my skin look dewy it is not. And then you made this reservation at Cheesebacca and I was like, okay, bro, listen, we can do whatever you want. It's your birthday, but please don't pretend that this is a healthy alternative. So it's infuriating.
1: Ramen has bean sprouts in it, healthy. It has garlic in it, healthy. It has spice in it, healthy. <laughs> it has um it has like water and chicken broth, which is basically chicken noodle it's soup. It's usually
0: pork broth, I think. At least the one that you're eating. If you're going to Tatsu and you're getting that bold ramen, yeah. that's pork.
1: Okay. So it's a it's a pork broth, which is basically like pork noodle soup.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the noodles are healthy because they're handmade, hand, made, hand it's pulled.
0: It's 3,000 calories. You, you are,
1: really think so?
0: Yes, I know so, bro. I,
1: I'm not being like a... a I'm not going to get spring rolls on my birthday. You're out of your mind.
0: I don't expect you to get anything other than exactly what you want. I'm just saying that ramen is not a low-fat, healthy Look, option. Jane,
1: I didn't want... Look, ramen, 188 calories per serving.
0: That's like top ramen, boom. dude. Not Tatsu's boom, boom, bold boom. ramen. A that typical bowl insane. of ramen,
1: 188 calories. How many... Ramen is so healthy for you. No. Yes, one serving, 88 calories, Absolutely 188 not. calories.
0: This yeah. is insane. Look it up. Look it up with all of the accoutrements with the pork belly and the broth and the egg and all of the stuff yeah most ramen from restaurants is um,
1: 450 whoa is you she won't even unhealthy? read it she won't even <laughs> read it wow tatsu ramen i know that
0: it is not low fat i have put a bowl of that in my fridge and it is congealed into pure fat
1: i'm looking right here 450 to 600 calories from most ramen in restaurants how in many Japan.
0: calories in a bowl of tonkatsu ramen starts out at 900 calories Starts out at 900 calories. Okay. That's what I'm talking about.
1: Okay, but you said 3,000.
0: Well, you know, you I, I get to be use hyperbole too. I didn't want to
1: go to Petit
0: Trois. I know. <laughs> Just don't pretend that you, you're a choosing freak. a different place because it's a healthy choice. And also, you're not the only one who's allowed to employ hyperbole on this podcast.
1: I I don't was, always
0: have to be fact based.
1: Here's my panic. Oh, I like that. Yeah, come over to the dark side. Yeah, <laughs> come over here A bowl where of the lying tongue happens. Is
0: One million calories, <laughs> and it goes right to your hips.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the my 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 split was yeah in thinking tomorrow, and I didn't want to say it to you because, um, because you were so nice to make that res is I didn't want to go see John Wick in the afternoon. Maybe have a couple beers at the Grove in the beer garden. Yeah. Go see John Wick, eat a big thing of popcorn cuz it's a 3 hour movie and I'm going to be high and John Wick with popcorn is a great way to spend an afternoon. Mm-hmm. And then after that, go to Petit Trois and eat some escargot and eat some like French omelet and some fries and that sloppy burger. I it just made me feel like I was going to like stand up and just shit my pants. Band, so then feel we're gonna sick have the next day. bone
0: marrow pot pie, which yes. is gonna be much better for you. Yes. <laughs> okay, great. We'll see how um, your pants look uh, after your birthday dinner tomorrow night. But I'm excited to celebrate with you, and I'm stoked to burn one at my place, walk to the grove, and see John Wick with you and Joel. Hell yeah! It'll also, so hey, fun.
1: Mark, can you look up how many calories bone marrow pot pie is? Because I think bone marrow is healthy, <laughs> and bone I think marrow... beef cheeks are healthy too, because it's made with the cheek. It's uh, shredded beef cheek. On I the think inside. pot
0: pie is one of the highest calorie things that you can put in no. your body. Yes, all that paste and butter and then the sauce has like all of that richness in it and then the bone marrow i don't think it's like bad for you i think it's a healthy choice in many ways but it's like not low calorie it's not like clean eating six
1: calories
0: six okay this is crazy you guys are conspiring against me let's i'm,
1: a, I'm We got to
0: wrap this baby up we gotta do fine. a cream corner and get out of all here all right
1: fine all that I'm, wasn't our cream all corner. i'm saying is um oh well because we're gonna go eat tomorrow yeah we'll take some bone marrow vid. Yes. And we'll throw it on the uh, Instagram and TikTok while it's still around we of, sure will. of this bone marrow pot pie. Yeah. It is truly one of the best things I've ever eaten in my I'm life. I'm so excited s- to have it. So freaking excited. we
0: will house a huge glass of red wine and dive into it. Great. Be great.
1: Uh, okay. Cream Corner. You got another beef. You have other beef.
0: My beef is, well, I guess actually that was Cream Corner because Cream Corner should be about delicious things. And well, my these beef, are my
1: cum gutters. What about yours?
0: I'm not talking about cum gutters. I'm talking about Cream Corner Because I don't want to say cum gutters. Cum gutters. Cum. (laughs) I want to stop saying cum gutters. I've said it like 16 times now. One last time. Cum gutters. (laughs) Um, No, no. My beef is just with Trader Joe's uh, dairy products because three times now I have bought half and half from Trader Joe's, checked the sell by date, checked the expiration date, whatever. And it has gone bad in my fridge, which is not at a bad temperature. My fridge is nice and cold Uh, three times before, like, a, like several days before the expiration date.
1: Are you? What are you getting there usually? Half and half. Half and it.
0: Yeah. I've done both the organic half and half and the regular half and half. It has happened with both. And I just want to say that three times, like I'm never buying dairy from Trader Joe's again.
1: That's such a bummer. It is a bummer. Because you- Because it's a
0: treat. Like buying yeah. half and half is like an extra kind of like grocery treat that I give my
1: Even Mark says it's trash.
0: Meat and dairy at TJ's is trash. Wow, Mark. Yeah. It is trash. I agree. I love all of their like packaged, you know, sort of dry goods and like bulk goods and frozen goods and stuff. But like, I'm not going to buy meat or dairy at TJ's anymore.
1: Do you think it's low grade in pretty packaging? Do you think it's lipstick on a pig? I think they're
0: lying about when they, um, fucking you know are packaging it I yeah. think that they're putting the wrong date on the thing because it keeps going bad and i'm like this is crazy i'm i feel like milk is usually good for long after the date on the package i feel
1: comfortable up to a week after yeah and with a sniff test i might go 10 days definitely if yeah. i
0: put the milk it doesn't matter what the date says if i put it into my coffee and it doesn't curdle i'll drink it if right. it smells okay right um so fuck you trader joe's yeah it <laughs> really, really is you know? like
1: it's it's I mean, to tie it into weed a little bit, it's kind of how I will look at a package that speaks to me because it has like a cool street fashion off-white kind of design. And Mm -hmm. then you get it and it's just the worst mids in the world. And you're like, oh my gosh, your marketing is out of control. But your product sucks.
0: It's also like the smokability of weed, you know, by looking at it and smelling it, not by whatever fucking date is arbitrarily on the package because of state law meow meow. It's like sometimes... I'll buy weed that, that'll that like be kind of like on the verge of expiration in the jar. And sometimes something will last way beyond. And the yeah. only way you can really tell is because you use your nose.
1: So where do you get your cream?
0: Um, honestly, I hate Whole Foods, but I've been having to go there because it's the closest to me because I kind of walk everywhere in my neighborhood. Um, maybe I'll go to Sprouts. They seem wildly overpriced. I need new options. I need a local. I wish... Oh man, I wish we lived in an era when there were local grocers where you could just get, like my parents used to shop at this little place called Belbin's in St. John's and they knew the butcher and they like knew everyone who worked there and they knew the people who owned the place. And, um, are you looking for the next picture? Yeah. And, uh, it was like really cool to have, oh, there's Greer who is, uh, the GM at Chispaca.
1: Yeah. Next one.
0: Um, Oh, there's the fucking Trader Joe's segment. I don't know. We're we're working on this uh, video component. We're not quite on top I'm of it. I'm excited to have it. Um, So that's where your family shops. So my family, they had like a tab at Belbin's, and my mom would just like call in the grocery order and then go in and pick it up. And it was great. And I just felt like, you know, and especially like if you ever had anything that went off, you could like return it. And yeah. I feel like I also don't necessarily feel like I could do that with TJ's, although I'm sure I could.
1: But. You absolutely could. But also that's another trip. On a bummer tip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Another
0: trip on a bummer tip, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, wait, don't have buy... you ever done,
1: um, farmer's market, which I know is probably comparable in price to a Whole Foods or something at this point, but like, do farmer market dairy products keep? I've never had them, so I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. If it's better or worse. If
0: I If I could afford to shop at a farmer's market all the time, I absolutely would because it's buying from small purveyors and everything is going to be fresh yeah um but i just don't have that kind of money and also um i don't know if the farmer's market that's nearest me actually has things like half and half i would definitely buy my meat there i've I, fresh I, produce for i sure. always
1: picture a enormous warehouse with just a massive pile of all the types of food all the slop all the meats all the veg and it's just in a pile and conveyor belts go away from it to aldi to ralph's to trader joe's to whole foods mm-hmm. but it's the same shit pile of shit food mm. and it just goes out into all of those different conveyor belts with different packaging and different price price points but it's all the same poor quality at the end of the day that's, that's really how I, that's <laughs> okay. how I picture it
0: that's how i picture it
1: because like i i remember like i can't remember what grocery chain it is but one of them is like vaughn's john's jewel and it like it's just a bunch of conglomerates and they're all at different price points Mm -hmm. but i'm not buying that the half and half is all from different purveyors unless it's regional like otherwise i i find it hard to believe it's not all just being bought from some big tanker truck
0: uh yeah i guess i don't know i do okay <laughs>
1: great. That's why you got to vote for me. I don't Okay. Uh, no, but I don't I but well, what about a place like a um I
0: will say Smart & Final. Oh, okay. I've been going to Smart & Final lately because it is across from Trader Joe's and it's really good for big items like bulk like trash bags or dish soap or and I've noticed that like the produce section there is pretty great. The prices aren't like super crazy low, but they're the lower than like a Ralphs or a Vons and they're comparable kind of to a Trader Joe's and um I always just hated the name. I was like, what's up with the Smart and Final? Didn't I say this to you recently that you I learned that Smart and Final is actually, it's the two people who started the chain. Yeah. It was like Eugene Smart and Harry Final or whatever.
1: <laughs> so much better than the like yeah. Final Solution. Right. Which is what you which felt is, it was.
0: Yeah. It isn't just like any Smart and Final, just crazy. Yeah. But uh, yeah. instead so of the Quaker
1: th- Oatman, it's a little uh, Adolf Hitler on the granola. What? Final Solution. I didn't hear what you said. Oh, instead of the Quaker Oatman, it's a Adolf Hitler on the granola package
0: okay
1: and you still don't like it Mm -mm. final solution
0: nope
1: so the 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 half and half i
0: think that's all i have to say about
1: it (laughs) well i guess my wrap it up with a hitler joke uh you know um final joke um i i guess my only other thing is when you have half and half do you use it for anything besides coffee and how much coffee do you drink because i would also push For the idea that maybe they need to make smaller sizes of things like half and half. Because nobody's making whipped cream every day.
0: I'm just buying uh, one of the little ones. Is that a pint? Yeah. I'm buying a pint at a time. And it's lasting me a week. And just last night, I used it to make some uh, Trader Joe's mac and cheese.
1: Yum. But bummer. What's a bummer? That it's not keeping.
0: Oh, well, now I'm not buying. Yeah. Yeah. Because like
1: a pint isn't that much.
0: Right. Yeah. It's just me. I'm not like splashing around in cream. I'm just using my coffee in the morning, like two cups in the morning.
1: Would you give any to Bobo?
0: No, he's a cream boy and he would love that, but he's currently on a restricted prescription kidney diet with um, Miralax for his pooping and then his pill and his little ham and cream cheese pinwheel. Like it's a very specific diet. That is old man diet. I
1: know we have to get to buds of the week, but very quickly, I also want to commend you on to get your cat to take its pill. (laughs) The evolution has gone from sneaking in the food to a little bit of cream cheese on your finger, to now you are making him sliced deli pinwheels yes. to hide it inside. The man is in a retirement home of dreams.
0: He truly, it's so funny when he's on his little like throne with his little space heater that I bought him to bake his old bones because he was feeling chilly with all the rain. And um, yeah, I he he kept spitting out his pill. I mean, this guy's lived a long ass time because he knows when a foreign object is, is in his food. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was giving it to him in the dab of cream cheese. And now I've discovered that he spits that out. So if I wrap, if I put the pill in cream cheese to stick it to the inside of a ham piece and then I wrap the ham up. He can only smell the ham and he does eat that. And it's pretty awesome. I feel pretty sneaky.
1: I don't have the parallel lines yet, but there's something beautiful about you doing uh, It's the Mayo for Me sandwiches about feminism and just like dudes not walking behind you and scaring you. Mm -hmm. And then also taking care of this old man by making him pinwheel sandwiches for his pill. Like you really have like a lot of different sandwich empathy areas covered.
0: I totally thank you. And like, I'm a nice person and a caring person. I'm not like out here like... Like some of the dudes are like, why is she complaining and whining? I'm like, I'm not, I'm actually just trying to have conversations about this kind of stuff. So like, thank you for seeing it as more than those dudes do, which is like, I'm just trying to like open up topics of conversation that we can all talk about. Like, you know, women can learn things too. Like I just made a fucking sandwich video today about the the conservative women in the GOP who shut down an initiative to give um, free period products to students in Idaho. And it's conservative women who are the fucking problem a lot of the time. So I'm not just saying it's like dudes who need to wake the fuck up.
1: Wow, I had no idea about that. Yeah. All right, sucks. tune in tomorrow. Sucks. Dang. All right, so we need to get the cream on track mm-hmm. and dudes on track and yep. GOP women on track. Yep. All right.
0: And explain the Hitler jokes. Hey.
1: Fuck, man. <laughs> I know we're not going to edit this one because tomorrow is going to be a fun day of celebrating. Uh-huh. But I could lift that. <laughs> <laughs> that's Just because I didn't,
0: I didn't lob it back to you. That's all. Let's do our buds of the week and get out of here, man. Okay.
1: I know. You still have school. Um, uh, I'm. Do you want me to go first or second? Uh,
0: you go first.
1: My butt of the week this week is me. I, I don't care. It's my birthday. My sneakers came. I'm doing my first special. I'm so excited. I'm slightly nervous. I feel ready. And um, I just, you know, there are just certain times when you got to be like, yo, I got to do the thing and harness it, grab it, whip it around, throw it against the wall smack it up, flip it, rub it down. Oh no. So I'm my, I'm my butt of the week this week.
0: Uh, that's amazing. Did you just describe what you want to happen to you on your birthday?
1: Oh yeah. I'm also, I, I'm doing a dungeon at midnight. Yeah. If yeah. I just
0: follow that as a roadmap, <laughs> it sounds like a pretty good time.
1: <laughs> yeah. When um, you, when you open my instructions, yeah, you get like my little Ikea instructions, it up,
0: smack it into the wall, flip it, rub it down, Smack it. Um, Oh no. Oh no. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Awesome. Uh, My butt of the week this week is you. It's a double butt of the week because it's your birthday. You are recording your special, and we are coming up on our anniversary of, I think, five years of this podcast. I can't even believe it, but I just had a memory pop up in my feed today that was from one of our earliest episodes that was like, hey, it was someone who was like, I'm making muffins and listening to Weed and Grub. And it said five years ago, and it just blew my mind because COVID made time go crazy, and yeah. I don't know when anything was. But you're my bit of the week because this is my favorite thing to do. I love hanging with you. I'm so happy to celebrate you tomorrow and get high and go see John Wick and go eat insane bone marrow pot pie. And then come to both tapings of your specials on Thursday to support and fucking hoot and holler. And um, I don't know. That's it, man. You're my butt of the week. At Glazer Boo Hoo Hoo on all socials. And you've got a couple of TikToks too. At Glazer Jokes and at Glazer Comedy.
1: Glazer Food, where Glazer I just like review, f- review food.
0: So, yeah, everyone follow Mike. Check out everything he's doing all the time. He's the fucking greatest.
1: Damn, Mary Jane. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, With that, uh, follow us at Weed and Grub. Leave a review. um, Leave a five star thing on iTunes. Leave a five star thing on Spotify. It helps us
0: so much. Thank you for everyone who's done so already.
1: Uh, We are, uh, I think, like 13 followers away from beating Burt Kreischer out for his (laughs) spot. So we're coming for you, Burt. Um, our TikTok is at Mike and Mary Jane. One of us wants it to be there forever. The other of us says get rid of it. Uh, <laughs> and am I forgetting anything else?
0: Uh, email us at wg at if you have um, ideas uh, or things that you want us to talk about, or questions, or pictures of weed or food or pets or. Wisks.
1: Yeah. Need whisk whisks yeah hot whisks
0: love a whisk pick
1: oh and the very last thing is uh here in studio now that we're in this new space and we have video and pictures and we'll get that continually dialed in but we are also going to start playing with live streaming these episodes as we do them i think this one's live streaming right now right on youtube so twitch. on twitch yep. so um we're doing that too so if you want to join us on mondays i think we're going to start live streaming these before we drop them on wednesdays yeah
0: come hang out and ask us uh, questions in real time and watch us try to answer them <laughs> and laugh at my hitler jokes oh my god okay <laughs> <laughs> bye everyone bye